This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of Keep Watch Pass on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. We have a a fun one because today we're covering heist films and here to join me, the stealer of my heart, my lovely wife, Carrie. Carrie, how are you doing? Aww, my partner in crime. Right? (laughs) Right now people are either going, aw, they're so cute, or I'm throwing up my mouth a little bit (laughs) and the person who's saying i'm throwing up my mouth a little bit is probably our oldest son but that's okay that's okay we're just gonna be cute anyways right that's right um so here's the goal for today we are about to pick three heist films a keep a watch and a pass the keep is the one that we would steal off of every shelf and keep for ourselves the watch is one that we'd keep an eye on we'd keep an eye on and when it's available we'll, we'll grab it and go the past one is the one thing we would leave in the store after stealing everything else. And Carrie, we're going to start with you. What is your keep heist film? Okay, well, as I'm sitting here, I actually flipped my keep with my watch. Oh, so calling the audible. It it is it's moving up the the ladder, if you will. I am keeping 100% always Baby Driver. I I figured this was going to make your list. You know what? It was listed as my watch, and then I'm like, no, this movie. <laughs> no, get real. <laughs> no, I love this movie so much that I am I am keeping it because you know what? Every once in a while, you just need a really good, like, I think what I love about this movie the most is, and I, again, this is not because of the actor, but because of the scripting because of that narrative dialogue where Kevin Spacey is going over the plan mm-hmm. um almost like almost like a classroom teacher but it's all done in narrative and they're showing like diagrams of how they're going to get in and get out and steal that money and then take off in this fast speeding pursuit and you know what I, there's something to be said about that whole narrative of talking through the plan. Um, so it kind of like, 
it's almost kind of that inside into, okay, this is what we're expecting and this is how it's going to go down. And I just absolutely love this movie. Everything from the soundtrack, the use of, um, because the whole concept is that the driver, baby, um, has um, tinnitus and, and, you know, and hearing uh, is a bit of a challenge. So how they're playing with audio levels, it was almost kind of like what they did in Echo, mm. which I also thought was absolutely brilliant. But anyway, I digress. Um, this movie, loved it. From the cast, the characters, it was so well written. It was so, just, it gets you from the first scene and brings you all the way to the end. Like, I mean, usually I can fall asleep during a movie. If this movie is on, I am intrigued. I am I am awake and energized the entire two hours or however long it is. I love this movie. I can't say enough about it. And so literally just sitting here, it um, rose to the top of my list. I, I, I have a bone to pick with this film. Oh. I do. Oh. And it's entirely, entirely based on music. Oh, B-A-B-Y, baby. Okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> yes, I fully recognize that B-A-B-Y is a song on the soundtrack. Yes, I recognize that ba- the song Baby Driver by Simon and Garfunkel is on the soundtrack. If you go to Kiss's Rock and Roll Over, there is a song called Baby Driver, and it would have fit perfectly into the soundtrack. For the record, we have also covered Kiss on There Can Only Be One, so you know, make sure you go listen to that episode. I could not watch Ansel Elgort in this episode and not think that he would have made a phenomenal Han Solo, like a young Han Solo. Like, And I'm not taking anything away from Alden Ehrenreich, who played Han Solo in the film Solo. Ansel Elgort in this, it felt like it was a screen test to be Han Solo and he would have been perfect for it. But I completely agree that this film is so much fun. And especially if you're a music fan or a musician, the entire fact that they were filming a lot of these scenes while Ansel Elgort was listening to the music. So, and everything was timed to it, almost choreographed. Like that's just brilliant. I completely appreciate that. My keep film is actually one of my all-time keepers. The movie is called Sneakers. And this film is so much fun. Like, listen to this cast, okay? Robert Redford, Ben Kingsley, Sidney Poitier, Dan Aykroyd, River Phoenix, Mary McDonnell. It is an all-star cast. I mean an all-star cast. And it's a great heist film. And you actually have a very, very good Ben Kingsley. Like, we're not talking the Trevor Slattery from Iron Man and from Shang-Chi, Ben Kingsley. We're not talking about any of the bad movies that he's done. This is Ben King, like prime Ben Kingsley. And the thing is, the cast, while it's a, while it's a serious movie, it's the cast has so many one-liners and quips in between the characters that it has that fun level in between it. The kind of thing that made the Avengers films fun, like it's not outright comedy, but there's fun banter in between all the characters. And this film is an unheralded gem. But then I'm going 
much slower pace and very tonally different with my watch film. I'm going with Heat, starring Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, as well as Val Kilmer and a young Natalie Portman, directed by Michael Mann. This film is methodical. This film is a constant tempo all the way through. And it's not it's not crazy action. It's like a slow burn. This film is so good. And this was, to, to my memory, the first time De Niro and Pacino had ever been in the same film together. And that was the big thing, right? De Niro, Pacino, in heat. That sounds really, really weird if I actually say it like that because that makes it sound like a really bad porn film. Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are in heat. Watch them go head to head. Yeah, I just I just ruined the film for everybody. But this is, to me, one of the best performances from De Niro and Pacino. And I know that's saying a lot, but this film brings it. But what about you? What is your watch film? Okay, so my watch film, I'm actually taking it back to... Uh, the days of our VHS collection. <laughs> For the record, sneakers, our copy of sneakers is on VHS. Well, there you have it. Right? So I am keeping um, nothing to lose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, the entire premise, right? Um, this guy is having the absolute worst day and gets carjacked. And he is just all out of the f- give. And... So the whole thing ensues, and um, I think inevitably they wind up breaking into, I don't know, office space and, and taking money. And uh, it, you know what? It is just a laugh riot from the start to the finish. Like the way that Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence play off of each other is just so funny. Like, I mean, you, you, like you just can't help but laugh and Tim Robbins just nailed it like in his absolute like you can tell this is a man that is just on the verge of losing his and he gets carjacked and that is just like he, he's, he's he doesn't care anymore <laughs> he's gonna drive that car like what what is it with my my selections and cars car chases I'm start, today I'm starting to wonder like seeing a theme here Did you get a speeding ticket on the way home cuz it kind of <laughs> it kind of sounds like you got a speeding ticket on the way home hmm. <laughs> No Yeah no They didn't catch me <laughs> Okay so if that's your watch what's your pass film Ooh Good question Okay so this is going to be a controversial statement and my disclaimer to this before I answer that question is that I tried. (laughs) I, I'm sorry, friends. I tried on several occasions to like and to watch this movie at least three times, okay? So I have to say without a doubt, and I tried thrice to like Red Notice because of the cast of characters, because I know that it should have been good, it should have been funny. People were liking it, or at least people like have. me were, were watching it to try and like it. <laughs> but I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I And I tried. I tried. And I really enjoy every one of the actors. They, they, they're fantastic in their own right. All right. Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, Dwayne Johnson. Rock, yeah. You know, um... 
I just, eh. There was nothing to me that was enjoyable or likable about this movie. I don't know when you were watching this because I have not actually watched this film yet. It does actually qualify for it's not that bad. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if you would go back down that road. Again, a fourth time. A fourth time. It also should be mentioned here that according to Collider.com, Red Notice 2 is being built and scripted and getting ready for production. Why? The first one wasn't that good. The thing is, though, is that you have, you know, you have a phenomenal cast. You have namers. Like, anything Ryan Reynolds touches right now gets a lot of attention. You would think so, and you would think that it would have been better, but it was just so cookie cutter. It was, it was predictable and okay so so let me ask you this then take the same cast and put them into a good script does the film work i mean it should have by all rights and and i'm trying to think back like of where it went wrong exactly it was just again it was so predictable that it made it boring or there wasn't maybe enough humor maybe like i i Maybe I went into it with a weight of expectation and I set myself up for a fall. But again, I tried three times. I tried to watch it once. The second time I fell asleep, so that doesn't really count because I think I was like, oh, there's nothing else on. I'm going to give it another go. And then the third time I was like, okay, there has to be something I'm missing. So I watched it. I, I think it was during the day maybe you were at work I don't know but I tried to watch it again and I was just like I just genuinely am not digging on this movie I I can see that I I do I do get that again I haven't seen it yet so I can't really comment on the film but I'm gonna give it a try I'm gonna give it a try and we'll see how it goes and you know if you find if somewhere down the road you see Red Notice as an episode of it's not that bad then you know the carry is gonna give it the you know the good old college try there that one's actually going to be challenging, right? Because okay. here I'm sitting saying I'm going to pass on it. I don't know. It'll be it. Just know, dear friends, that it'll be a challenge for me to find the nice things to say. I mean, if you remember when we were talking about bad workplaces and you mentioned that, you know, for waiting, even though it wasn't your cup of tea, when we did the episode on waiting, that my thoughts on the film helped kind of steer you towards liking it a little bit more than you initially did. That happens so often, though. How Mm. many movies do I go into it at the beginning and I'm like, I'm just not going to say anything at all and my silence is going to speak volumes. And then I wind up sitting there and I'm like, well, maybe I'm the asshole because (laughs) there's actually endearing parts to this you know that that almost needs to be like a little side podcast there the am i the asshole for not liking this film (laughs) i I like it right i like it okay so now we get to my past film and it's unfortunate because i would have considered the first film in this series as a watch for me but the sequel really kind of fell flat and when you take a look at the cast you mentioned the weight of expectation. I can see how the weight of expectation would have really kind of played into this. But for the most part, it was most of the same cast as the first film. Listen to this cast, okay? Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, Woody Harrelson, 
Mark Ruffalo, Dave Franco, Lizzie Kaplan, Daniel Radcliffe, and Jesse Eisenberg. It's Now You See Me Too. The first film where you have magicians who are pulling off a heist at the same time as, you know, the agents are trying to, you know, track them down and and basically prove that they're the ones who stole all the money. Now you have the whole thing going again. And it's like they were trying to add much more to it. And it felt it felt like they were trying a little too hard. Like, oh, all of a sudden Woody Harrelson's character has a twin brother. Uh, I'm not faulting Lizzie Kaplan in this. I recognize that they didn't have Isla Fisher in this one like they did in the first one. Isla Fisher really worked well with the group. I like Lizzie Kaplan. I just didn't like her in this film. But that's probably because I didn't like the film to begin with. I don't even have a problem with Daniel Radcliffe being the bad guy. Because if you remember The Lost City, Daniel Radcliffe was phenomenal and fun as hell in that film. This film just didn't do it for me. And maybe it's because I actually quite enjoyed the first one. Maybe Hollywood just needs to learn to leave well enough alone. Or, you know, write a new damn story with new characters and diversify I'm not saying but i'm saying all right carrie thank you for going down this road before we go remind our listeners what your keep watch and pass movies were i'm keeping baby driver always and forever love that movie and i'll watch it 10 times more um i'm watching nothing to lose and i'm passing on red notice Something you said earlier in the show, before I get to my list there, something you said earlier in the show just kind of clicked in. That maybe I'm the asshole? Well, no, no there, there's that. But, you know, <laughs> but yes. But, but you know. <laughs> but but let me ask you, because you said that you called the Audible and you swapped your watch and your pass and your, and your keep films. Sorry. How was Baby Driver not your keep film from like the minute we, we said heist movies? Okay, so... The truth of it, the backstory, is that I wrote a completely different keep movie that I didn't talk about. And it was along the same timeline as Nothing to Lose. I actually wrote Opportunity Knocks okay. with Dana Carvey. Yeah, but you like so, Dana Carvey, so I get, I get that. So that's kind of what threw me when I was going over my notes, is that I originally wrote a completely different movie in. And remember... I was driving and um, and I turned to you and I said, I, I just thought of a new keeper. Yeah. I, I thought of a new movie. I'm going to have to change my list again. So don't let me forget that I've altered my list. And you know what? These lists take so many different edits. And <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, heist movies, we could do a part two, three, four, five, because there are so many. Notice- oh, yeah. Notice that I completely, by design, didn't select Reservoir Dogs. And that is a big statement. Mm-hmm. But I... But, but there's always the, the potential for a volume, too. So, I, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I did so by design. Okay. Yeah. So, now so. you got to come up with even more films for Heist Movies Volume 2. Let's do it. You know, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> What's your rundown? <laughs> okay, so my keep film is Sneakers. Go watch it. It's a phenomenal film. My watch movie is Heat. 
Go watch it. It's a phenomenal film. My past movie is Now You See Me Too. Go watch the first movie. It's a fun film, but you can skip the second one. Gary, thank you so much. And to you, our listeners, you guys know the drill. If there is a topic out there that you would love for us to cover on Keep Watch Pass, hit us up on social media at NotThatBadCast or go to our website at NotThatBadCast.com. And while you're there, make sure you check out all of our other shows. They can be found there. And if you like our music show, there can only be one. You can actually go over to Live365.com and listen to that entire podcast streaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Your support is so appreciated. Thank you so much. Until next time, she's Carrie. I'm Jay. You guys are awesome. This is Keep Watch Pass on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.